It just breaks our hearts when people talk negatively about themselves. Most of the time, this is based on a belief that at our core, we are probably a disappointment to God and that God is mad at us. We've talked about how the message of Jesus has been distorted and replaced with these false lies that you are broken, that you need saved. That is not from Jesus or God and we call bullshit. For us to understand how truly loved, how absolutely beloved we are, can change everything. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? Well, hello and welcome to the Freed Hearts Podcast. Well, I don't know why I'm talking like that, but I am today. I'll, hopefully, I'll <laughs> stop pretty soon. My name is Robert Cottrell, and I'm here, as always, with... Susan Cottrell. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, good. As we're doing this today, as we're recording this, it's cold here. It's cold. And we live in Seattle, so it's not even supposed to be cold, but it's... it's <laughs> who knows these days, you who know? Who knows these days? What's who going knows? on? That's right. Yeah. So, again, welcome. We are so happy you're here with us. We would like to encourage you, especially today, with this topic to connect with us. If you uh, if you feel like you're all alone out there, the truth is you're not. Um, there there are other parents who've gone through are going through um, exactly what you're going through. There are other people in the LGBTQ community uh, who are exactly like you, and we we have vibrant community and extensive resources for you. Whoever you are, wherever you are on this journey, just connect with us. It's all at freedhearts.org. And we've been talking a few episodes in a row here about God and <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> Carol Channing doing God. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Um, oh, jeez. Um, we can redeem this, I think. Um, Ryan from Who's Line Is Anyway, right. doing Carol Channing, doing, <laughs> doing God. God. <laughs> about God. And so we, I want to just, that, that's what we do. And that's our focus here is we free hearts to love and be loved, and we do that by deconstructing those deadly, false, dangerous religious beliefs that are so ingrained in us. But we want to offer a little disclaimer here about our use of the word God. Um, That could be interchangeable with spirit. It's God as you define, beloved. God, spirit, the universe, whatever that means to you, that's what we're talking about. Or your highest spirit. Yeah, your highest spirit. That's exactly right. Whatever that means to you, that's what we're talking about. So, one thing that you, sweetheart, have uh, always... Me? Yeah, you. (laughs) I don't have another sweetheart out there. Wow. (laughs) Sweetheart, Susan. That wasn't what I meant by that. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded like it to me. I'm so guilty. No. One thing, thing, sweetheart, that you have always uh, done is identified... Uh, when I'm talking negatively about myself. Mm, and yes. you've really helped me realize how much I have done that and how and how impactful in a negative way that is yeah. uh, on my life. And it it breaks, it breaks, it hurts our heart, breaks our heart when people talk negatively about themselves. Um, we hear it all the time. Uh, it's become so common out there that, mm-hmm. and we feel... Um, that oh I don't know it doesn't mean that much oh it's just words but they but they mean it's like sticks and stones can break my bones but words will hurt forever bones heal um, words can hurt forever and that includes how we talk about ourselves and most of that negative talk 
I know it was for me, but I think it is across the board, is the belief that at our core, we are probably a disappointment to God. Yes, yeah, something's terribly wrong with us. Yeah, that God's God mad. Is- even, even that God's mad at us if, if God really knew the truth. If she ever really knew the truth, hmm. they ever really knew the truth, they would really be mad at me. Now, you know, that's all learned. All of that is learned fear that God is mad at us. Because yeah. no tiny baby splashes into the world saying, ah, it's so good to be here. And, you know, God's kind of mad at me. That is not part of our makeup. It's learned. That's right. That's right. And not, and not and we, just taught because we need to learn it. And, and so church teaches us. Right. We don't need to learn that because it's not true. Yeah, but church I, teaches us. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. And I, I, we've talked about, we talked last week about how this message of Jesus has been so distorted mm-hmm. and replaced with these false lies that you are broken, that mm-hmm. you need saved. None of that, none of that is from God or from Jesus, and we call bullshit <laughs> on that. Just love saying, love cursing, love cursing on the air. Uh, uh, <laughs> I had you an, yourself up, no, you? I had an inappropriate joke. I'm going to set aside. <laughs> I think that this is you the know, key. We're missing some jokes from you. I know, but we're going to have to wait because this one is. I'll, I'll do this one. It's from. It's a scene. It doesn't fa- have to be the inappropriate one. <laughs> no, yes, it does because <laughs> it's the only one in my brain right now. Uh, aside from aside from some dad joke, I've probably already told, but. Um, there's a great scene in The Matrix, speaking of bullshit, that or cursing on the air, that is that when someone gets really mad, a villain gets really mad, and, and they curse in French, you know? <laughs> and, and he says, he says, oh, I love to curse in French. It's like wiping your ass with silk. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I don't know why. I love that. So there we go. <laughs> Those of you who are still with us, thanks for hanging around. I appreciate that. But I think this, how we view ourselves, is the key to everything for us to come to understand just how loved we actually are. I think that's the key to everything. Yeah. And I say this to you. If you're the one struggling here, I say this about someone you love to someone you love here, the beloved, no matter what, you have heard what you have been told. God is not mad at you. God is not disappointed in you. Not a single little tiny bit. And I don't mean this whole, well, in spite of this or that, or in spite of your orientation. In spite of what a worm you are. Yeah, in spite of your orientation or in spite of your identity. No, 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 no. God created you the way you are. God harbors, again, define that as you will. Spirit, the universe harbors no ill will or anger or even disappointment at you because that's not how God works. That's That's just not how any of this works. (laughs) Do you remember that old commercial with the woman putting her pictures up on the wall and you know, unfriending people by taking people down because it's her (laughs) Taking the photos down? Yeah, taking the photos down. This is... And her friend says, it's not any of how this how any of this works. <laughs> yeah, you know all that. Um, yeah. And I'm here to tell you too that this is not how any of this works. That's right. And I know the Bible seems to support some of this rash anger from God, 
And the fundamental religious rules-based behavior-focused church has taught that for a long time. But there's a lot more to say about all that. But, yeah. you know, we'll save some of that for future episodes. But much of that rash anger from God was written in a way and retold in a way, dare we say, <laughs> made up to convey a message that allowed those in power to stay in power and to control people like you and me. Yep. People wouldn't do that with religion, would they? No. Yes. <laughs> and that whacked, codependent, <laughs> abusive God of the angry outburst is not the truth about God or spirit. It, it's not. We talked last week about how Jesus came to show the abused, beaten, beaten down, cast out mm. outliers, just how worthy and beloved they are, and to expose the shame of the self-righteous religion. And remember, Jesus' message was for us to live and love as he showed us. And that's exactly how we experience the deepest spirituality. We learn how beloved we are, and we learn how others are beloved too. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how, that's how we, again, that's, we talked about this, but I want to say it again, because it really flies in the, uh, it really brings the truth to what has been in a, uh, a passage that has been used to beat us down um, or to or to create some of this guilt and shame, and that's that no one comes to the Father except through me. But the message there, and, and a more accurate translation of that, is that uh, no one is the way to come to deep spirituality with God is to live and love as I do, as, as through my example. Mm-hmm. So to live and love that way, that inclusive, that standing, that, that you know, being there for the outcast, other-focused, loving unconditionally, that's how we experience deep spirituality. The, the most spiritual thing you can do, beloved, is to love yourself and love your neighbor. Yes, that's and, right. And when we learn how beloved we are, then it's much easier to learn how beloved other people are. Yeah, so if you boil that down a little bit, the most spiritual thing really you can do is love yourself mm-hmm. because that's how you, where you can draw, love your neighbor from. Yeah, it's got to start with that. Yeah. It's got, and it's funny. You can't, <clears throat> you, can't love your, you can't love others if you don't love yourself. It, you just can't. So think about that there. If the narrative, the false narrative and teaching is that you're broken, God is mad at you, then naturally, it's very easy to have to be susceptible to this us versus them mentality that's the bigotry, the hate, because it's easy to hate, to reject, to dismiss other people. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you don't love yourself. Yeah. And you're right. You have to, you have to love yourself first. Yeah, this and and this was never meant to be some kind of endurance test of how perfectly you can perform and trying to get you from here to there with as few mistakes as possible. No. That is such a, a distortion. It's just completely false. Yeah, of what this whole journey was meant to be. Yeah, the con that concept of the mad God, the disappointed God, the sad God. That's a false view of view of God. <laughs> false view of God <laughs> yeah. and reality. Yeah. You know what, though? But it, and it fits right in. It fits right in with the rest of this false narrative that you need to conform 
stay in line, confess, come every Sunday, give 10%, whatever it is. Right. So you avoid God's wrath. I mean, well, yeah. that's, that's the basis for a great relationship, isn't it? Right. You know, to avoid God's wrath. And it fits right in with so many other lies and false teachings that basically want to convey the same message and, and honestly are at the core of the Christian religion. Some of these things that, that we would consider, beloved, we would consider the core of our beliefs are part of this false narrative. Yeah. And most box Christians don't understand this yeah. because it's been too ingrained and you can't even raise your hand and say, you know what, what, am I broken? It's like heretic. Get out and others don't have anything to do with them because they're of the devil. Again, more they're of that. the devil if they don't think they're broken almost beyond redemption. Yeah. yeah. And so all, right. All of this is fear and intimidation of the person saying it and of those around them. So they're isolated when they say it. And people don't come to them because it's just all fear and intimidation, and it makes me <laughs> makes me a little mad. Get a little mad. Just think about God is love. We say God is love. Well, what does that mean? I like to say God is love, looking for a place to happen, and you are that place. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, <laughs> you are. Thanks. And and God is love. That means God moves and lives and and breathes, so to speak, in love. That's who God is. And so if you turn to God, if you say, God, do you love me? God's like, I am love. How how would I not love you? Like God is love. You walk outside when it's raining, mm. you're gonna get wet because it's raining and God is raining love. Yeah. And that's all there is to it. And it just for if you're maybe perhaps a grammar nerd or something, I can say this. If you're if you say, I hit the ball, my action of hitting is what's happening, and the ball is just receiving the action. Mm. And you you are receiving the action of God's love. Do I hit the ball only if it's nice to me? Mm. No, I just hit the ball. And and God doesn't love you only if you act a certain way or else God yeah. is not love. That's right. And we start teaching this stuff. Honestly, we start teaching this stuff to kids early on. Oh, my gosh. You know, I hear it in, this, I mean, I remember it in the Sunday schools and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, the whole thing about, you know, you got to make your bed so Jesus won't be mad at you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what? what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just, I don't, let's just take a, let's take a moment to all just go, oh, my gosh. Well, and and we that seems so obvious maybe when you say it, but just think of all the different ways we say that. Jesus will be more happy with you if you do this and that and pleasing the other. Pleasing God. You will please God. You will God. please God. You'll be more pleasing God. This is not God's best. God, okay, this is acceptable. It's okay, but it's not God's best. That that all is like this. So So Jesus' emotional well-being turns on whether I and this or that or the other, whether I make my bed or whether I, whatever. That's a heavy weight. That's a heavy weight. And how could that be? That we're in some sort of dysfunctional, codependent relationship. <laughs> and so Jesus, God would be just sort of angry, sad, distraught. Whatever it is, it's all not. All the time. All, all the time. Yeah. Because look at 
Look yeah, at people true. anywhere in the world. You can find somebody who's making Jesus sad by their behavior. So what have you got then? That's not God anymore. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's not God anymore. And whatever that is, eats away at or completely destroys the truth that you are perfect, imperfectly perfect, perfectly imperfect the way you are, that you are beloved yeah. and unconditionally loved the way you are. And and this comes from, like, how many of us walked around as children with a parent that was easily incited into wrath? Mm. And everything's just fine, but, you know, daddy's daddy will come home and have fun usually. He'll, you know, we'll have fun unless he's in a mood. Don't wake unless daddy. Unless he's pissed, <laughs> yeah. Unless he's had something to drink, you know. Yeah. All of that. And so you kids be on good behavior when, when that wrath of dads had nothing to do with the kids' behavior. That's all on dad because yeah. they're just being who they are. And if he's mm. easily baited, if he's so easily tricked, that just picture that picture of God. Yeah. Now let's, let's and you'll cut, see how false that is. Yeah, let's cut to the chase here. This is spiritual abuse. Yes, it is. And you, yes, it is. And to pull down, don't don't pull down this ultimate authority of God just to impose your own will on someone. Yeah, and that's that you happens know? all the time. Do you remember all the time? I don't know if I should say his name. Who said, if you disagree with the Bible, if you question the Bible, if you question me. You're questioning the Bible. Yeah, Franklin Graham. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And if you disagree with me, you disagree with the Bible. What, oh, wow. What kind of arrogant yeah. person are you? God. I mean, that's, that's easy. Yeah. he's saying, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. And, and the Bible itself tells us that Jesus gets angry at exactly one group of people. <laughs> yeah. Who is it? The religious leaders who make these kind of claims, who use God as a weapon to oppress Powerless people. Yeah, he he just didn't get a little upset. Yeah, he's mad. He's he yells names at them, calls them terrible names, <laughs> and is right to do so because they're doing the worst of abuse. He feels toward them like you would if you find a teenager beating up a lady in the street and taking her purse or whatever, or somebody holding yeah. children at gunpoint. That kind of anger well, it, is what it is. Yeah, and even even a little bit, a little step beyond that, because they're not, the religious leaders were not just being abusive, spiritually and otherwise, to people, but they're, they were people that they were supposed to be caring for. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. So, does that sound right. familiar? <laughs> I mean, is that, does that sound familiar to you or to someone you love in yeah. your life? A lot of that going on today. Yeah. And Jesus gets, he really gets vitriolic when people abuse their power to hurt those people and, you know, without lifting a finger to help them. Mm. And church leaders who don't try to help others, but instead shove them down, that's, that's the worst of the worst. And he has plenty to say to religious leaders who abuse their power, you know, in, in any way, if it's glad-handing pastors who kick you out the door for the good of the church, what, <laughs> what is that all about? When in truth, you know, this guy's maintaining his own power. Let's give a real world example of that too. I know a lot for that will that will sound familiar to a lot of our audience, and that's the um, the welcoming but not affirming pastor. Yes, that you're, you know, yes. hi, how are you? Oh my gosh, yeah, you're so welcome. Absolutely, uh, you're you gay couple are welcome to to join us. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
well, but you can't serve here. And of course, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't be members. But come on in. Oh, and by the way, bring your checkbook. Yeah. Well, yeah. accept your gifts or your gift, yeah. <laughs> but not <Yeah>. your gifts. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Not your spiritual gifts. We don't really listen to spirit. We just want your financial gifts, yeah. your material gifts. And and Jesus never gets angry at the person who's just trying to make it through another day, mm. who's trying to love, who's trying to live true to themselves. Mm. Jesus never gets angry at them. He overflows with compassion for the hurting person, for the one that society has labeled a sinner <laughs> and rejected, for the regular person, you and me, trying to make our way and yeah. to live well. Yeah, that's Jesus, really it. That's right. Jesus is not angry at the, you or at us. It would just be so stupid. What right, kind that, of a I know. What kind of a failed god was set up a universe? It, it's like having a it's like having children so that you can be glorified. So you, you yeah. can have somebody worship you and obey you. But you know what? And you punish them forever if they don't. Yeah. But if God is an angry god whose wrath we have to avoid then then, then wow. we need that middleman. Then we need the middleman. We, right. That's exactly right. Yeah. We, we, we said this in a better way than I'm going to remember right now, but, but it's that, you know, um, in order to convince you you needed to be saved, we had to give you something to be saved from. Yeah. You know, so this wrath of God uh, is, just, is just not part of this. God is not mad at you. The ultimate us and them, those who <laughs> God accepts and those who doesn't, yeah. those who go to heaven. Yep. And those who don't. So not only is God not mad at you, but God delights in you. And I just want to close today here by giving you some true things about you. Okay? Things you are likely not to have heard in church, but that, beloved, your heart so deserves to hear. This may be to you as someone who's part of the LGBTQ plus community. And it may be to you because you love, affirm, and support someone who is. Or maybe it's to you simply because you've opened the box and are deconstructing these false religious beliefs. So just a few things here. Hear me now. I'm talking to you. Not you. I'm talking to you. Okay? You are courageous to follow your heart in the face of incredible condemnation. You are daring, so daring to be who you are in the face of fear and hatred and rejection. You are strong to listen to and stand on the truth of your heart. And you're strong to not bow down to family, societal, and church pressures. And you have a deep desire. This is a rare gift. You have a deep desire to love and be loved in a world that has devalued love. And if you just listened to that list and thought, well, I'm not standing up to my family. Well, I, I, I can't face them. Or in some way, in ways that that is not you, it is you. <laughs> it's you overall, even if you are afraid to face them. It's you who are doing everything that you know to reconcile who you are yeah. and to stand up when you can and to be safe. And you're standing up as best as you can just by yes. listening, just by being here with us today. Yes. You are standing up and not bowing down to your family and societal pressures. 
just by yeah. listening to this podcast. Yeah, and your pastor, old pastor, yeah, whatever. If, if that's all you're able to do now, okay, that's okay. You know what I mean? You're 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 all good. Yeah. It Beloved. takes a lot of courage to be who you are. Yeah. A lot of courage. Beloved, you are an inspiration to both of us. Mm-hmm. And you are an inspiration to more people than you know. Be an inspiration to yourself as well. Hear me now. Beloved, God is not mad at you and never has been. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. And you can find out more about her at heystsinner.org. Please share this, subscribe, and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.